0: Hey guys, it's Keon and today I'm going to be talking about Calvin Cater who is coming off of a defeat against Josh Emmett this past weekend. And first off, this was definitely a fun fight. Both guys gave it their all and put on a very entertaining fight. But the split decision came with its controversies as many people thought Calvin did enough to win. Many are saying he won rounds 2, 4, and 5 and personally I agree with that. Although Josh was more aggressive and connected with the harder. Shots. Calvin blocked many of them and came back with his own. And for the most part, I thought he was controlling the action throughout the fight. Now, is it a robbery? Not necessarily. It was a very close fight. So I can't really complain too much about Josh winning in the end because, like I said, he was aggressive and connected with some nice shots. So it wasn't like he didn't have any moments in this fight. But in my opinion, I thought Calvin should have walked away with the decision. And this really sucks for him because Calvin is now becoming that guy who is very good but is just unable to reach the top. And I wouldn't call him a gatekeeper per se, but with the amount that he's winning and losing, despite me agreeing with these decisions or not, he's slowly going to become a fighter that fighters would have to get past in order to get to the top. If Calvin doesn't start going on a run soon, he's going to be stuck in this position where he'll never fight for the title. And the thing is, I don't think that would be the case. I think Calvin has what it takes to go on a run and fight for the title one day. But right now he's in a very tough spot because he's in a division where the guys ranked above him are amazing and the guys ranked below him are very good as well. And with this defeat to Josh Emmett, it really seems like Calvin's next fight is going to be an up-and-comer. I'm looking at the names below him and we have Chan Sung Jung, Arnold Allen, Giga Chikadze, Bryce Mitchell, Movzar Ivloyev, Dan Ige, Sodiq Yusuf, Edson Barboza, Shane Burgos, and Ilya Teporia. That's an insane group of fighters outside of a top 5. And for some of these matchups i favor calvin in them mostly because he's beaten some of these names already but then there's also names that are very scary matchups not only for calvin but for any fighter at 145 so the question is what does the ufc want to do with calvin do they still have high hopes for him do they want him to continue climbing the ladder or are they okay with putting him in a gatekeeping position one where he's going to be fighting tough up-and-comers more specifically would they be okay with putting him in fights where he could potentially lose and continue to decrease in momentum and personally i think the ufc likes calvin for some reason i feel like dana likes calvin because of their boston connection and that's another thing keeping calvin around is huge for whenever the ufc goes to boston calvin can easily headline a fight night whenever they go there but the thing is he has to be winning in order for that to happen so that's why i think his next fight will be against someone below him but not against an up-and-comer with a lot of momentum so for Example, someone like Arnold Allen, I just don't see the UFC giving Calvin a fight like that because Arnold has been looking very good. He is undefeated in nine fights with the UFC, which means his momentum is at an all time high, and there is a great chance that he will be fighting for the title soon. And a fight like that is just too risky for someone like Calvin who needs to come back with a win. And I'm not saying he can't beat Arnold Allen, but it's a very tough fight. And I just don't think that level of a fight is what Calvin needs right now some other examples would be bryce mitchell movzar ivloyev Ilya tapuria their momentum is at an all-time high right now and personally i tend to choose that over someone who's coming off of a defeat and i get it calvin's last fight wasn't a defeat to the eyes of many plus he's been in this situation before where he was coming off a brutal loss and came back to fight a rising up-and-comer and he did amazing he absolutely dominated giga chikadze and it really brought Calvin back into the mix. So I'm definitely not saying that it can't happen again against one of these surging prospects. But I just think it's best for Calvin to slowly build back his momentum by taking a little bit of an easier fight, meaning against fighters who are very good, but their momentum is not to the same degree as the fighters I mentioned. So some examples of that would be Sodiq Yusuf, Edson Barboza, Shane Burgos. All these guys are solid fighters, but they're not on crazy win streaks compared to some other prospects and honestly out of all the names here i think for calvin the best one would be chan sung jung but at the same time i personally wouldn't want to see that because i think chan sung jung should retire and i could definitely see calvin not only winning but putting on a very dominant performance and that's the thing i don't want to see the korean zombie take a crazy amount of damage like he did in his last fight against alexander volkanovsky so although it would be a smart matchup if you want. To continue building Calvin up. I just don't want the UFC to make the Korean zombie a sacrificial lamb like that. And I'm not saying that the Korean zombie is not good anymore, but after taking a beating like he did in his last fight, that changes a fighter for the worse. And for someone like Calvin who likes to turn the fight into a war, that's not a good look for the Korean zombie. But I think one of the most exciting names for Calvin to face in this top 15 would be Shane Burgos. And I get that Shane is ranked number 14. In calvin is number five but i really feel like calvin is not the type to complain about that i mean after all he did take that fight against giga chikadze and i get it giga was higher in ranking but i still think a matchup with shane burgos would be an absolute banger and sometimes that's what a fighter needs although their opponent may not be highly ranked if that opponent is able to put up a fight and make the fight exciting then i think that's worth more than a boring fight against a ranked fighter so if calvin was to win in a wild fight against Shane Burgos it would be huge for his career in terms of momentum but at the same time I do understand if he doesn't want to fight someone outside of the top 10 and if that's the case then he's definitely going to have to fight one of these up-and-comers with a lot of momentum and although a win over one of those guys would be huge for Calvin it's not always going to go the same way as it did when he fought Giga but if it's not going to be someone ranked below Calvin is there anyone that he can fight ranked above? Of him, and it's really hard to say right now. He's very far from a fight against Alexander Volkanovsky at this point. Max Holloway absolutely destroyed him, so there's definitely no intrigue for a rematch if Max was to lose to Alexander in his next fight. Then we got Brian Ortega, who is fighting the number three ranked Yair Rodriguez. And personally, I think whoever loses this fight would also be a good option for Calvin Cater because these are two guys he hasn't fought yet, and they're both highly ranked and have a lot of name value. And the loser between Brian and Yair would basically be in the same position as Calvin. And that matchup between Calvin and the loser of that fight would still be good enough to headline a fight night. So if anything, I think Calvin's best option would be that. Regardless, I still do have high hopes for Calvin, even though he's in the same position as before where his back is against the wall. And I hope the will that he had to come back the last time will be around for Calvin in his next fight. But what if all the damage that he has taken in his past few fights finally caught up with him? And because that's as great as his striking is, he also takes a lot of hits. And although not to the same degree as his fight with Max, Calvin took quite a bit of damage against Josh Emmett. And yes, he didn't get knocked out and was still standing by the end in both of those fights, but that style of fighting cannot last forever. We've seen this with many fighters in the past who regularly got themselves into messy fights. Eventually, it caught up with them and they ended up getting knocked out badly or went on a long losing skid. And sometimes even both. And at the age of 34, Calvin is getting up there in age, especially for the featherweight division. So will he be able to turn it around this time around? And as someone who likes Calvin Cater, I believe he can, and I'm rooting for him to do so. But what do you think? What's next for Calvin Cater? And do you think he'll become a UFC champion one day? But that's a lot for now, so I'll see you on my next one.